It's the end of summer and we're already thinking about next year's gardens. Should you be thinking about it? Well, Batavia and I are here to see if you want to think about it or if you should think about it and how you should think about it. <laughs> Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the Backyard Gardener, and Batavia, the Front Yard Gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. Was that enough questions in one sentence? (laughs) No, I was thinking maybe four or five more. Four or five more? Yeah, I think you missed my why. My mind's not working that fast. Yeah, yeah. I said, think I said why. Okay. Maybe my ears aren't working that fast. So, um, are you ready for uh, to take a test? Is it like the DMV test? Did I ever tell you that I had, is, I've had to take that since I've had, you know, like my first license and I took it, like the written test. I've had to take it like since I've been like a real adult. Oh, was that a pain? But yeah, I had to take the sign test. But that's a part of the written test, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was panicked because I was like, I don't know these signs. I'm like, like I'd never see them. A threat to society <laughs> is the way I was feeling. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I've talked to you when you're on the when I've talked to you while you were driving. And you are a threat to society. <laughs> I can hear the tires screeching. I can hear people jumping out of the way. Oh, Lord, no. Here she comes again. Yeah. Here she comes. It's Batavia. Watch out. That crazy gardening lady. Uh, oh, wait. All right. Look, so wait, we're, real, real quick. I um, This is going back to at some point earlier in the summer. I don't think I've told you this, but if I did, hey, you'll hear it again. You may not remember any of this, too, right? We'll get to that. So I, um, a neighbor like on the next block, so I'm a couple of houses from the corner, so the neighbor on the block um, across from me, her and her daughter were selling like snow cones or something. And so, you know, I support the kids, but Tavia loves the kids. So I went over to buy um, one, and they were making it up, and... um, I said, oh, yeah, you know, I live right, you know, I was pointing to my house. And she's like, oh, you're the garden lady. And I was like, <laughs> saying to myself, of course, I'm the garden lady. Like, why am I surprised? Of course, that's the way that people refer to me. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. You should have been honored. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good times. All right. So I have a new segment that we're introducing that you don't know about. Oh, well, welcome. As they roll, <laughs> this is what we do. Okay. <laughs> So we had a listener send us a message and we're going to answer her question on the air. Okay. I Are you ready? You are totally in my head. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to see if I can get this to work right. Mhm. Yeah. Is it going to be that person's yep, voice nope. reading yeah. the question? Yeah, I just got to get it to where it'll start where it's supposed to. Oh, that's super cool. All right. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. I was looking at my garden and thinking about the size of some of my plants. Like, right now, my okra is pretty tiny. Mm. Like, it's producing fruit, but it's only like... Um... Whoops. 
<laughs> Hit the wrong button. <laughs> Here we go. Maybe a foot to a foot and a half tall. The leaves are really small. And same with my cucumbers. And I was just wondering if you had any idea on why vegetables might be smaller than um, they probably should be this time of year from my zone. I mean, I'm in zone 10, so they've been growing for a while now. <laughs> I'm just wondering if maybe you have any ideas on what I could do differently or things I could try. Let me know. Thank you. Okay. So she so first of all she uh she gave us that on um Instagram she sent it to us on the Backyard Gardens pod. And what are your thoughts, Batavia? You know, I actually I was looking up zone 10 trying to think about like that's like one of the later 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 zones. Um Yeah, I mean she's like in about Alaska or something like, <laughs> like um Alaska. No, she, she's like hot. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's more ca- like California. Yeah. yeah, that's the opposite. Yeah, end. it's like yeah. fire. Just think about a ball of fire. Mm-hmm, that's where mm-hmm. she's growing plants. So I've actually had both of those things. Um, and I'll, you'll have to give her the answer to it um, because I just gave mine more time. If she's that, if it's that hot, I'm inclined to think that the heat may be too much for those plants and it's kind of stunting them is my initial thought. But at the beginning of my garden season, I had that same thing with cucumbers where they were itty bitty, but they were still producing like some weird looking cucumbers. And then the same thing with okra. I actually have a couple of okra plants in my yard now that have been um, in the garden for almost three months. And they're, they are maybe a foot and a half. So close to what she's saying for size and producing flowers and then like one okra a day per plant. Um, so for those, I just don't think that they're going to grow much more for the rest of this season. Um, but when that happened originally with my okra, they just continued to get taller and taller. Um, so my final answer is my final comment is gone through it. I waited it out, but I'm going back from June through now. Um, my probably thought for her is it may be heat for her. So I'd look back to the packaging to say, when was it recommended to plant? you know, cucumbers and okra in zone 10. Well, she planted them in April. So first of all, she gave us all of the information that you would really need to, to help dissect an issue. And what I'm thinking is, and I answered her already. Mm-hmm. I told her, you know, heat stress is one thing. And then I told her, I was like, you know, keep them cool. But another thing that I didn't think about at the time, and, you know, it, it's, it's a common oversight, though, is maybe it's not getting enough sun. It's getting shaded out mm. and it's stunning its growth. You know, and it, it's hard for me to think because, you know, my garden gets sunlight all day. But when you think about it, like if it's let's say she put it in later than something else and something in her garden is shading it as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's like a real common thing for it to be stunted is for, you know, a light deficiency or something like that. Yeah. I mean, so so if she plants, I didn't hear that in her clip. So she planted this in April. Yeah. Yeah. She planted them in April. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's the end of August now. So, you know, they definitely should have grown. So there's definitely some kind of issue. Mm -hmm. And I, 
I don't know if she's a beginner gardener or not. And the, the only reason why that really matters is because it gives the idea that the soil would be in good condition, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. providing that she brought in soil, made a raised bed yeah. or, you know, containers or something like that. Yeah. So, so you- that could be one thing. But I... Th- I was just going to say, you may be on, on to something with light. Remember my buddy that was building the four foot tall beds or something? Um, I was looking at some pictures of his garden and I was noticing how small some of his plants were. And same thing, like he planted, again, completely different zones. He's in zone 6A as well. Um, but he planted around April, early May. And, you know, obviously, you know, I planted some of my plants in June. And I'm looking at the, right. the difference in the height. And so then that made me ask the question, like, tell me more about, because I thought we had gone over this, but tell me more about the lighting situation. Um, is it full sun? And it's hard to get an answer with it. He's a new gardener with full sun with someone that kind of doesn't have that much experience. Um, you know, kind of, is it sunny is a different answer when you're just talking about, is it sunny for a human being versus sunny for a garden? But that's the only thing I can come up with at this point is that he's, he's planted in a really shady area. So again, you may be on to something with her as well. Well, look, let me, let me say this, man. If you come up to me and you say, okay, you're having an issue. Are you growing in full sun, part sun, part shade (laughs) or full shade? If it's not full shade or full sun, I'm going to tell you to go to hell because there's no exact definition. You know, I've looked this up multiple times, multiple times I've looked it up and it's always something a little bit different. Yeah. So, you know, there's no exact term for that, but um, I'm thinking that something in her garden is shading it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's my final answer. Yeah. And heat stress. I yeah. think it's a combination of both. Okay. All right. I'd love to see, so, um, if you're listening, I'd love to see a picture of that area and one at a distance. She's, she's a listener. Okay. So yeah, she's a listener. So I'd love to be able to see a picture at not close up on the plants, but at a distance. Um, to yeah. kind of see what's going on around it. Cause now I'm, I'm on team shading team at this point now, like maybe when it would have had some chance, um, heat is now impacting, um, because four months of growth is still four months of a plant growing, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, that'd be interesting, but I like it. I like it a lot. And you know what else it could be? Hmm. Maybe a variety. Well, you know, there are some bush variety cucumbers. There are. Um, and yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't... Th- I th- okra, not so much, I but... Th- I've seen um, smaller okra. So actually, I did a garden visit a couple months ago, and I went to one and there was okra plant, a whole row of okra plants going. They were all one foot tall and had flowers all over mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. So okay. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Who knows? So mm-hmm. yeah. food for thought, food for thought. So, so yeah, if you want us to answer your questions, um, please, by all means, you can send them to us a voice message or a written message. If you want us to answer a written message, then you can send it to us on Backyard Gardens Pod on Instagram. Um, you know, I think it's great because... A lot of times it's a question that somebody might have that n- might not want to ask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can try and help. Now, the kicker is she's going to say, I get 10 hours of sun every day. And then we're like, well, <laughs> damn it. Well, you know what, though? It's, um, so, oh, I, I'm glad you, you brought that back around. So 
Um, is it sunny all day versus, you know, oh, well, my back porch, it's sunny for like, you heard that? That's how long it's sunny, the very top of my back yeah. porch. Um, now, the sun is out all day, obviously, but if you're not really out there sitting and saying, you know, a, another good way to look at it, can you sit in that spot all day without feeling like, you know, you're going to have a sunstroke? You know, and if the yeah, answer exactly. is no, you can't sit in that space all day. And I know I'm not saying like from sun up to sundown when I say all day, but you get my point. Like that's a way to kind of figure out um, if it is sunny or not. It actually ties into what we're talking about today, and you know, planning for next year's garden because we're going through some changes. Uh huh. Oh, I know. You think? Wow, somebody thought ahead on that. You would have thought that that was like intentional, huh? Um, but yeah, help, definitely heading into some different time of the year and, uh, sunlight is, uh, being chased away. I'm trying not to get the blues. It is. So going directly into that then, um, you know, it's the end of summer. I don't know about you, but is the garden starting to wear you out a little bit? No, not yet. Not yet. Really? No, You're I'm still, still holding strong. Yeah, I'm, well, I didn't say strong. <laughs> so it's, it's starting uh, to wear you down. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. I am much more deliberate in like powering through. This morning I was in the garden for like three hours and right. I don't plan to go back and spend any, you know, big time for the next few days. So I'm transitioning to, I'm spending more time a few times a week when I spend that time versus, you know, earlier in the season, I was spending probably an hour easily a day, you know? So yeah, yeah, I had to transition. Yeah, I'm spending a lot of time in mine right now getting fall stuff going, Mm. which then allows me to do this. Think about next year. Well, before we think about next year, I'd like to formally apologize. To who? <laughs> oh. You see how quick you are with it? Listen now. Don't pass don't pass up oh. your apology blessing now. <laughs> the fear of God just went straight through me when you looked at me. It was the most terrifying look I've ever received in my life. Oh, wow. It worked. All right, so we're gonna it try was, that again. I mean it was perfect. We're gonna try it uh, again. No, we're not. Yeah. We need to just go right into it. <laughs> I'd like to formally apologize to Ben Gardner, um, you, my friend, my buddy, uh, my co-host. I was such, you know, a prima donna about planting and sowing seeds indoors earlier this this summer. Like I made yeah. a big deal of it. You know, it was kicking you and did. screaming. Um, and it has it's been a good experience. Really? Yeah, it you has. enjoy it? Yeah, I've in, I've enjoyed it. It's um because it's on a so much of a smaller scale than what I was doing this spring. I feel like right. it's not like completely taken over. You know, you're talking like I'm going to put a load of clothes in the wash and check on the the plants and then go back upstairs, you know. So It's yeah. And next year it'll be even better cuz you won't start 68 tomatoes. You know what I mean? I'm not sure if we've confirmed so. that, but yeah. I think we've we've confirmed it privately, but maybe not on air. But, <laughs> but all that said, before well, we did, dig in, I would not would not have done it if you hadn't pushed. One, if you hadn't brought well, it up, and then two, if you hadn't pushed. I'd heard about you so, know starting seeds indoors, but I was just like, those are crazy people. And when you said it, you were a crazy yeah. person too. So uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. 
Well, first of all, you don't have to apologize to me. Everybody kicks and screams about that <laughs> stuff, but I am more than happy that you enjoy it. And I am proud of you for taking that step and going to do something that you didn't even want to yeah. do. And you succeeded yeah. at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a good experience. So. I, um, it's also nice to be able to take care of plants at a different stage because I kind of feel like some of my plants are like high school graduation just was completed. They, they, I've dropped them off at their dorm, you know, <laughs> like they're getting, you know, used to their new friends. Like my plants are, are kind of grown up now. We're definitely growing up. So having these small babies again, you know. Hell, some of mine are, they're with the lucky people. They got one foot in a grave. So, you know, <laughs> they've done their life cycle. <laughs> ever tell you that story? No, no. All right, I'm going to take a second because we were talking about the DMV. Mm-hmm. So a good friend of mine was at the DMV with his grandfather. And on the way there, he would drive and he would just look out the window and goes, the lucky people. Those are the lucky people. And you're like, what the hell are you talking about? And he was looking at graveyards mm. saying that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they get to the DMV and he's standing in line. He's like, one day I'm going to be lucky. <laughs> One day I'm going to be lucky. And he was like, what are you talking about? He was like, I would rather die than staying at this DMV line. <laughs> it is so true, though. You know, the man, he was like 87 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, he he had done it. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Got to love him. I think he is a lucky person now because this was a number of years ago. But I, Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, God bless him. I just had that moment of how many more times I'll have to stand in the DMV line. I I was just doing the math real quick and yeah, one day to be lucky. COVID, you don't have to now. You just mail it on in. Oh, is that what they're doing? I just got mine um, renewed last year real quick because now we're clearly into like some type of random conversation. Um, Yeah, completely. Thanks for listening to everybody. So, uh, and... (laughs) It doesn't matter if I told it because it's funny, so I'll tell it again. So I went to DMV, and I was all set for it to just to be, like, I packed a lunch, right? So anyway, I get to the, um, whatever the window is where it's either going to go well for you or not, right? I took the best picture ever. At one point, maybe you all will see it, like, of my lifetime for um, driver's licenses. Although I was a little bit chubby, which transitioned into, like, weight loss journey earlier this year. But anywho, that's not the point of the story. If you check her Instagram profile, it's literally the picture on her profile on Instagram. No, it's not. But that's a good check picture, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she, um, you know, it's every four years, right? So you don't remember what they ask you. And at this point, she asked, you know, obviously height was the same. She asked any change in weight. Now, the weight that's on that was on my previous driver's license had to be like three driver's licenses ago. So at that point, it was a lie. You know? So three licenses since then, what's that, 12 years? So I said, you know, I'm working on something and I'm thinking in these next couple of months, it's going to be a different number. So let's go with the future number. So long and short of it, I gave her my aspiring weight goal. She seemed okay with there that. There you go. Yeah. So, She's good. Yeah. They don't even care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We're All right, digging in. Enough DMV talk mm-hmm. because it's stressing me out because mm-hmm. I know that one day I'll have to go back. Yeah. So when I'm out there and I'm planting my fall garden lately, which, by the way, is almost fully planted, mm-hmm. kind of, um, I'm already thinking about next year. 
I'm already analyzing what the problem is, what's going yeah. on, what issues am I having, what have I done, mm-hmm. how can I fix it? And then I start thinking about, do I want to add another garden? Mm-hmm. Now, that's something that you can think about in the winter, but right now is a very, very good time to think yeah. about it. Yeah. So do you know why? Well, my opinion on the reason why it's a very good time to think about it is you're in the throes of what the work is like to manage the gardens you have. So the number of garden beds you have, you have a it's fresh in your mind how much work it took to manage them over these last few months. Um, You can see most things and the sizes that they are. And if you've pulled things out, you at least probably still remember what they are. So you're in the moment. Right. This isn't December. It isn't January when you're you're posting throwback pictures on Instagram about what your garden looked like. So you're right in the thick of it. And I think it's a really good time to kind of measure out. Do you want to commit to more? Right. You know, and that's just even talking about increasing your footprint. I mean, there's so many other things that it's a benefit to think about now when it comes to planning for next year. Why are you thinking about adding a garden now? Why do you think it's a good time? Not why am I thinking about it, but what is important about it is seeing where the sun is hitting Mm -hmm. during the days now Mm -hmm. versus in January after you go and you wake up in the morning on Christmas Day and you get your little soaker hose and you get you a couple pots and a couple books for Christmas and you get all excited and you're like, okay, we're going to go plan one. And you go, look, and the sun is different. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm There's no leaves. Yeah. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is in the wintertime, the sun doesn't get as high in the sky Mm -hmm. as it does basically. And even now is a little lower, but you get a really good idea now. So it's a very good time to think about that. So you don't have shading issues, right? So like for me, I am a a victim of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have two gardens that are packed into the woods. And they get very good sun up until about now. And now they start shading out mm-hmm. slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I accept that for what it is yeah. because of what they are. But at the same time, it's just an idea, you know, to keep in your head like this is going to be this could be an issue. Well, that's, you know, so you're already eliminating something that you cannot change. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So that one's wrapped up in everything. Not only is it important when you're thinking about expanding your garden, so where would you put it, that extra bed, right, when it comes to the Mm -hmm. sun. It's also generally important for when you're thinking about your garden layout, period, right? You know, Mm -hmm. so what's, for me, we're in, when this airs, it'll be roughly around month three of my garden growing. And to your point, most things are kind of at their peak, but I still need some things to ripen. Um, I'm at the point of planting my fall garden. So again, that sun is important. If I, which is- Wait, hmm? wait, Hmm? you're planting your fall garden? I would give you a hug if I was sitting right next and to you, I, Tavia. You know, I, I already so apologize. I'm proud of you. I apologize because I, I totally so rolled my you. eyes. Right. Like, I'm so proud of By the time this airs, I will be planting my fall garden. I have already, I have fall starts, um, but I'm, I'm going to wait until around September 1st-ish. Um, so we're, it's, it's a stone's throw away. Um, but it's a very good point because I have um, super duper small bed, which I've mentioned. Uh, and I'm now trying to get an idea of two things, to your point, how much sun that, 
spot gets. I know it's a shady. It's not a full sun spot, right? It's kind of like I mentioned before, right up next to the porch, the front porch. And now you fold in, there's less sun hours. So whatever I plant there, whether it's in this, um, specifically in the summer coming into fall, it's, it's practically a shady spot. So I got to think about that, you know, probably should be planting some of my heat loving veggies there, you know, for next year. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, if I had a list, which I may or may not, that'd probably be number one. You know, considering the change in the days, because that also folds. Which I may or may not. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Since that also falls into, um, you know, kind of just growing time in general. We have less growing, meaning hours of the day, right? You have less sun hours of the day, um, and that's going to impact those things that say it takes sixty days to grow. You know, but that's another conversation. That's more about you know, yeah fall. Well, that's exactly right. And by the way, if you're planting a fall garden and you're in the lower zone now because it's too late for the northern zones, um, add two weeks on Mm -hmm. to your um, seed packet times because of the lower sun. So um, that's important. But so that's that's where you start. Mm -hmm. Right. That's one thing that you can start thinking Mm -hmm. about. And then, you know, I always start like like I said, right now, because I'm dealing with the problems right now, mm-hmm. you know, like I have very specific problems that are just frustrating mm. right now, you know, okay. and my, my, my issue is right now is the way I planted, I planted in a way that is not overly conducive to switching over to a mm-hmm. fall garden mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the way I wanted to, because like tomatoes do not play well with a lot of your fall or spring vegetables okay Mm -hmm. so that being said you know it's time to think like okay i planned it out this year and i planned it per season Mm -hmm. but i need to do a more wholesome planning for next year i really need to like bust out the looking glass and look into the future and say okay i'm gonna plant tomatoes here but what can I plant after the tomatoes to make that, you know, all work well? Yeah. You know, so and it's um, it's a lot of work. But I think, first of all, if I and I mean, in the wintertime when you're not doing anything like who cares? Like, what else are you going to do, you know, for your garden? Mm-hmm. Seriously, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go out and like chip the ice off your garden? Not here. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you might as well learn some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, get your education on it. So I've been on the cusp of um, that as well for the last few years. And that's a part of the reason why I've shied away from a fall garden because it's a lot of work. And the interesting thing is, I don't want to say you're one and done, but once you put that initial time investment in, it's going to be much more easy kind of the following seasons, the following seasons and so on. But that upfront work when it comes to, you know, pulling plants out, moving plants in. I was thinking about it this morning. Um, One thing that I've done, uh, I've not done really is succession planting. Um, And so that's another thing that I want to kind of pick up on because I'm looking at spots now. And we talk a lot about pulling plants out. You know, you know, it's not my thing, (laughs) but it's a lot easier as you look to say, okay, I have something else to plop in, you know. Um, Right. So. So, yeah, it's it's easy for me now. It's very easy for me now to see kind of where the holes are in my garden as the garden is at. Like right now it's in its prime for me again at the end of um of August. Um, and so I'm getting an idea of these plants are going to 
uh, are about as big as they're going to get when it comes to my summer plants. Um, so now what? You know? Yeah. So. By the way, if you're um, if you're watching this and you see me patting myself on my forehead, I got hit in the face with a surfboard today and I'm making sure that it's not blowing yeah. up. So yeah, I'm watching you. I'm not being weird and like sweating, like sweating or anything. I'm medical check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so like right now, remember how many fingers? T- uh, four. No, two. <laughs> <laughs> so like right now, you know, I have the. um. The, d- the disease on my, my tomato plants, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And man, they were loaded with tomatoes. Yeah. So I'm still, they're ripening what was on them and stuff. And I'm starting to get towards the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, okay, what can I do? So I'm going to get very specific. Here. Okay. I want to put cauliflower in. Okay. We all know that Papa Bear is not a fan of cauliflower. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But I do like one specific recipe, yeah. and I've had these seedlings sitting out by my garden for two weeks now oh. while I try and figure out where can I put them. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, so I've, I've looked it up. I've looked it up like, okay, how far to plant away from combative plants? Mm-hmm. Okay. How far do you have to plant? Well, I can tell you that there is not a single site on Google that will tell you the answer to mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did dig into some forums from like fifth, like 15 years ago, maybe like early days. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people, you know, you've got mail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome. I saw a clip so, of the, um, you've got mail guy. Uh, he's real. Yeah, He's a real guy. His real voice. He still uses, he still uses, you know, that email carrier. Where, yeah. He uses AOL. Yeah. Uh huh. Still. And yeah. he must. He must be the only person. No, no. There are a couple. I've seen them around, and like quite mm. literally a couple. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think my in-laws still use AOL. Mm-hmm. But um, what I have deduced, and I think this is about as much information as I'm going to get, is if you have plants that are combative, you plant them far. So like if so, you know. A cauliflower goes in a square foot Mm -hmm. and the tomato grows two and a half feet. So you're going to want your cauliflower to be two and a half feet from the outside of that tomato plant. Okay. Okay. So I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, all right, I've got some, you know, some of them are growing leaves back. Some of them, one of them is just not. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take it out Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to plop them in there. And then in time, you know, because, and I also think that, if I'm not mistaken, the cauliflower stunts the growth of tomatoes. Okay. That's why they're combative. So at this point, it's like, whatever, you know, like, okay, you're going to stunt the growth of my diseased ass <laughs> tomatoes. Good for you, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of one of those things. But, you know, you start looking into these things. But if I would have planned ahead, mm-hmm. then I would know. So now I know for next year, like, okay, this is what I'm going to try and grow. And then, you know, and once you get that schedule down, then it's just a rotation mm-hmm. deal. You know, if you do crop rotation, you're just rotating. Yeah. So. So can I add one to that? Yeah, please. So um, size of plants and your ability to navigate around them. So we've talked about a, 
we believe a lot of our listeners are, you know, kind of small gardeners, you know, gardening in your community garden space or in your you home mean, garden. You mean small gardens or small people? I mean small gardens. You know I mean small okay. gardens. <laughs> no, I, and the yeah. reason why I ask is because I'm bigger, you know, my shoulders, I can't get through yeah. anything. Yeah, well, you know what? It's, I guess it's connected to what I'm about to say then. All right. Okay. No, okay. No. I'm going to get off your back here. All right. Just step back just a minute. Um, so an angel just got its wings yeah. <laughs> twice, right? You know. Yeah. Um, so I have in the front yard garden. You'll bleep that out. Um, there is a fence that separates my property from my neighbors, and I have a garden bed that's probably about two and a half feet from the fence. So it's for me mm-hmm. just enough walking space, right? I'm not going to walk in that space with like a basket comfortably. I'm kind of shimmying, you know, if I'm carrying anything. So I planted um, okra back to the top of the show towards the end of that bed. But it's basically okra, you know, walking space, then fence. And I did two rows of okra. So one on the outside of the bed and one kind of in the middle of the bed. Good God. Why do you have so much ochre, woman? Uh, you know, who knows? No one has these answers. Come on. Uh, <laughs> and it's a pain in the ass. Two reasons. One, and this is the second space in the front yard garden. I've planted okra. I had okra in a different spot last year. It's a pain in the ass there, too. Um, so you know how it is. I'm, I'm cutting out okra morning and night. And so yeah. you fold in. It was getting dark at like 830 my time earlier in the summer. Now it's closer to 7. So I am going out and it's like dusk. Cobwebs are out. Bees are taking naps on the okra. I'm trying to shimmy in between with my, you know, pruners. And like, it's just a pain in the butt. And even seeing the okra, right? Because again, you know, it's not like a tomato where if you should have harvested it today and you don't cut it off, you know, until tomorrow, it's not that big of a deal in most cases, Tomorrow morning, that okra may not even be usable, right? You know, so it's a whole routine that I have to go through to be able to, one, see the pods, two, get to them, you know, three, cut them out. So this is such a good time for me to think about next year's garden because I'm literally thinking, we'll pretend as if I'm thinking how many okra plants I'll plant. I'm not really thinking that I should be. But what I'm really thinking about is what where's a convenient place to let this okra do its thing? Because it's about uh, six to seven feet tall, you know. So not only am I trying to get into this narrow space, I'm also reaching awkwardly. It's it's a pain. You know, I'm an okra lover, but I didn't. That was a bad call. Now, two things. I put it all the way in that corner because I knew how tall okra got and I didn't want to shade out other things in my garden. You know, so I basically put it in the furthest end from the garden, which it's effective from not shading out other things, but it's a pain in the butt for this gardener. So that's an example. It doesn't have to be ochre. It could be any number of other things, but the space, how big that plant's going to get. Can you get to it if you need to prune it? Can you get to it if you need to pick fruit off of it? Like, we got to think about those things. Yeah, you do. And I mean... Again, if you thought about it in January, would you really have that memory? And I'm going to go ahead and call it a sour memory. Yeah. yeah. Where you just kind of, you go out there and you, you don't really enjoy going out mm-hmm, to that section mm-hmm. as much because it's such a pain in the ass. I'm literally like, I so, think the okra is flowering. I think it's, I, th- I think this is the end of it. Like I'm w- ready for it right. to be done. Um, and in January, I would remember 
like it not being convenient but just like I remembered it not being convenient in the first place, but it would be like, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. And then I would have convinced myself that it's still in a convenient space when it comes to the other vegetables. But I've made up my right. mind that that's not the space for it. Um, so now I have two things I want to accomplish in next year's garden when it comes to my okra, not shading out other things, but also making it more convenient. And that's probably, all right, buckle up guys and gals. That's probably going to mean also planting less okra plants. Like, yeah, their tears being shed somewhere and it could be here. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. just it's There's... it's too much of an inconvenience for me at this point versus a benefit. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I agree with you completely. And that's like that's why now is the time mm -hmm. to really take advantage mm -hmm. of that. And um, just, you know, get on it yeah. and go out there and really like look at it and say, OK, you know, like and it, it really comes down like right now, I think because, you know, okra is another one that shades out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when I, I have one of my okras is shading out stuff. So I know that like, you know, and I knew when I put it into that was a thing. I was like, I need to put an okra somewhere. And I was just like, I'm going to put it right here. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's not really that fine. Yeah. You know, it's it's causing issues. So. Yeah. Um, another thing is looking at different varieties that you've planted mm -hmm. and saying, you know what, maybe I don't like this variety. You know, I grew better boy tomatoes this year. Uh, I'm not a fan. Um, they get too big, mm -hmm. you know, they're too big. They're unruly and they, um, I, you know, we had a drought this year and they split really easily mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I've grown Roma tomatoes every year and I never have yeah. them split. So I'll find another what I call a meaty tomato uh -huh. for next year. That's you know what I mean. Something that's not so insanely large. Yeah, that's a a literally you're in my garden right now. So um, <laughs> I have a huge harvest of tomatoes, um, and I have uh, two beefsteak plants, um, and they are there's some some significant cracking going on. Um, the right. size of the tomatoes are inconsistent, which isn't that big of a deal. Um, but yeah. for me, it's like, I am rinsing off some things we talked about that earlier, but not everything like I'm eating it right in the yard. So there's no confusion around kind of which tomato and I'm battling, battling like flavor. Um, so my beef steaks are kind of like, eh, you know, whereas all of my cherry tomatoes naturally, quite literally naturally are sweeter. Um, but my early girl tomatoes are, it's a, it's a meaty tomato, not as big as your beef steak, um, but very consistent. You know, um, the seeds that I have, the plants that I, I started like, um, very sizable for the ones I planted in the ground. So I'm, I'm also making decisions around variety as well. Um, I, I think now I'm, I'm on a search for like a bigger, you know, a different, bigger tomato. So I don't think beefsteak yeah. is it for me. This is the second or no. third year I've just kind of been like, eh, with the beefsteak. Um, well, and this feeds into me, um, you know, I've expressed interest in doing um, an heirloom, mm -hmm. more heirlooms mm -hmm. next year. And one thing, like I always knew that like, okay, you can save seeds from heirlooms and you're going to, you know what you're going to get yeah. versus hybrids. You're not, which would be your, I think beefsteaks, you know, your better boys, stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's a hybrid, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
you know, you start getting all these weird ass tomatoes. Well, they're just heirlooms. And the, so the cutoff year for to be considered an heirloom, I believe, was 1951. Okay. About 1950. Anything that was growing up until 1951 is considered an heirloom. Mm-hmm. Now the benefit behind it is you get better flavor supposedly. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's another thing that's kind of like driving me closer to doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things that's interesting. And I've, I've thought about it a lot this year. Like every time I go out in my garden and I just think about it, I look at these issues I have mm-hmm. This year, you know, because I've had a lot of issues and I've had a very successful garden mm-hmm. overall. I'm satisfied, but I did not produce as much like I got the pickle worm this year mm-hmm. and yeah. never even I never even knew there was a such thing. Well, apparently once you get it, you can't get rid of it. So, yeah. So I had no I had no clue. So like, all right, I got pickle worm. Great. So, you know, it's just stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then you start thinking about doing heirlooms. Well, some of these things are designed not to have these issues Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're bred in this manner so that being said like you know and then i got the septoria leaf spot which basically was my fault um from what i understand it was a little bit of both but i take responsibility for it but then you look at how it can devastate your harvest Mm -hmm. and your you know just everything you're like well what should i do at this point then you know should i should I not be heirloom? Should I be heirloom? You know, so what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to take what I've been successful at mm-hmm. and go heirloom. And like, I wasn't successful at cucumbers this year, maybe, or not maybe, I just wasn't. So, and which is the first year ever, because they're generally pretty easy to grow. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see like, hey, is there something that's not pickle, that's pickle worm resistant? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because for two reasons, if, and I haven't done a lot of research on it, but if it lives in the dirt, then I need to say, maybe I need to spend another year on something that's resistant to it so it can't come back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it can kind of live its cycle and starve out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah I understand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's a whole lot of um of research on that aspect, mm-hmm. you know, and, it's, and now is a good time because you can say, okay, I got pickle worm here. I got leaf spot here. These did great. This didn't do good, you know. And then, like, my whole square foot gardening thing, like, there's definitely 100% loopholes in that. Mm -hmm. And their spacing that they recommended just did not work out in some aspects. Um, You know, like carrots, for example. That's 16 carrots in a square foot is just a little too much. You know, they crowd each other out. Yeah. So, but now I know. And so then next year I can make a better plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I look back at it, in January, I wouldn't remember it that way. I know I wouldn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think. Um, no, 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 you wouldn't. And we, we're just using January as kind of the we're in the new year and all of that. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, you, you start to remember things as you want them to be, not as they actually were. You know, and it's exactly. just it's a human thing to do. Um, exactly. I think that is it is a year ago or am I go? I don't know. Okay. So another one is, and this one's tricky because there's no guarantee. I actually, um, a couple of other, a couple of last year's videos came up in my notifications and there was a comment around your favorite kale, you know? And so <laughs> last year I had so much kale 
too much kale. I went through the whole, you know, I overplanted. There was some shading out of, you know, the kale took over and other things suffered. And I look now and say, gosh, like literally no, none of the curly kale. I don't have any of it in my garden. Um, and so now it's really that question of evaluating what you have and what you really want to grow. And the reason why I say it's tricky is there's still no guarantee that you're going to get the quantity that you want. I mean, some of your issues are prime examples of that. Um, but right. it's, I'm, I'm teetering on teetering on taking a chance next year, which is ironic based on your experience with cucumbers and either just planting fewer or doing some succession planting, because I really, for whatever reason, cucumbers, I have been insistent on pickling cucumbers. Um, and I like pickles, but I'm kind of like, I've gone up months without eating pickles. And so I eat far more uh, tomato cucumber salads than I do just regular pickles, right? And I can eat yeah. those fresh, right? So I was saying to myself, while space isn't that big of an issue in that particular bed where the cucumbers are, I am generally saying like, I just, I don't need all of these, you know? And, no, so, you and so the question is, I don't need all of them right now because you know how pickles come on or cucumbers come on, um, like gangbusters, you know? And so- I don't know, I forgot. Yeah, sorry, but you keep using these as references yeah, to no, me the past couple of days. What did I tell you earlier? I'm it, cool as I'm a cool cucumber. As a cucumber. <laughs> and I'm like, I wouldn't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, but no, in all seriousness, it's the um I was watching oh gosh, another gardener. I'm trying to think what she what she was using as the reference. She talked about it was in an Instagram post, and I know her. Uh I actually met her through the whole 80,000 tomato plants and heard her mom stop by to look at the garden. I ended up giving oh, some plants. Yeah. yeah. So she was posting about how she really is focused on growing the things that she really, really enjoys versus all mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. And I think we all bounce back and forth between that space, you know, in our garden lives. And she'll probably be in another space in some years and for, you know, like she wants to grow cool things or things that she finds interesting. Um, but you absolutely. I've never grown something I thought was cool. Oh, yeah. We've talked about how we are. You and I are very different gardeners in that We're way. We're very yeah. different. I've yeah. always, always have and always will grow mm -hmm. stuff that I intend mm -hmm. to fully consume. Yeah. And so for me, I intend to fully consume it until, you know, it's like the cucamelons. And I'm like, well, I don't know. These ain't that good. But I bring it up from a quantity standpoint. Um, so the cu cucumbers, too many, you know, and so, yeah. um, tomatoes, the jury is still out, right? We'll see how much sauce and how many diced tomatoes and like how, how many this makes up. I kind of feel like I may have gotten it right, but we'll see again to be determined. Well, I mean, think about it this way too. When you talk about tomatoes, like how many different ways are there to preserve tomatoes? I mean, um, cucumbers. Yeah, wow, the whole thing is supposed to be about cucumbers. Yeah. Sorry. So, I mean, it's like how many different ways are there to preserve it? You know, because like I grow my garden mm -hmm. for the purpose of consuming and preserving. Mm -hmm. That's why I have a garden. Mm -hmm. So we do cucumbers. Every I still got cucumbers from last year. So technically it's like whatever. Yeah. Well, you so know, you now I did miss out on a couple dishes and a couple different things that I like with mm -hmm. them. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's like. You get tired of it, you know. Now, like tomatoes, I literally canned 
diced tomatoes, whole tomatoes, tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. Like I got about 10 cans in there. No, I got probably 15 cans in there. So, you know, there's a purpose behind that yeah. because I can continually and I'll use them year round, especially in the wintertime. We cook soup at least once a week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one can a week will get us through. Yeah. So. so, but yeah, so cucumbers is a great example. And I was literally thinking like, is it even worth my internet searches for that? You know, I mean, it's relish. It's cucumber or pickles when it comes to preserving it. Um, what I my in my mind, I was going to be able to juice kale and cucumbers, right? Because you know mm-hmm. that's super expensive when you're trying to buy it in the store. But one, they're really opposing veggies, right? You know, so kale, while I've grown it in the summer, likes it cooler. We know this, right? Um, and cucumbers like it hot. So I'm going to give it a try next year, which means I'll also be growing less pickling varieties. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, this is a time to kind of think about how much of a thing you want to grow, really what you're actually using it, not what you think you want to use it for, but what you're actually using yeah. it because you're in the midst of it now. Now I'm eating easily a cucumber a day and that's not, that's not like me trying to force it down. Like that's me. I enjoy it. Um, yeah. But I mean... A cucumber a day, I'm growing way more than that. (laughs) That's a couple plants. Well, let me say that. Let me say it this way. Um, At the pace that the cucumbers are coming in, it it outpaces the way that I'm going to consume them and or preserve them. So, again, it may be something different for you or you or you, but in this instance, you know... I finally got to the point of, oh, I have enough. I know how to can, you know, I know how to pickle these cucumbers. And now it's like, oh, I overshot that one. <laughs> you know, just buy a few plants, yeah. you know, so it's all good. So now, you know, for next year, like, hey, I can use this trellis space mm-hmm. for something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's like me in the beginning of the year. I set myself up for failure from Jump Street this mm-hmm. year. I put out three trellises of peas this year and even though i thoroughly enjoy snow peas i thoroughly enjoy them so much that i tried to let them go as long as possible and then i used up valuable time to get other things Mm -hmm. going so like my green beans i'm just now starting to like they're starting to come in now you know, mm-hmm. I'm at the point now, you know, when you first start getting something like, all right, I got to pick as much as I can to get it to produce. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at right now. So I'm like, OK, maybe I have a month when in reality, what I should have done is say, OK, I'm going to plant my peas mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and then leave this one and or either plant one trellis super early and then just start my my green beans. And once they get to where, you know, whatever gets them, just plant another, yeah. you know, succession plant, succession yeah. plant. You know, I don't mind getting some stuff all at once because then that allows me to can all at mm-hmm, once. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that. Um, but, you know, generally speaking, you know, it's it all comes down for me as piss poor planning. And the kicker is, is I thought that I had planned out very well. Yeah. Like, I really thought like when I did it, I was like, I got this. I, I mean, I worked like a month on. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got this hammered down. Mm-hmm. I got it all figured out. And like every time I went out there to plant something, like I'd have to change a little something Mm -hmm. and it just never really worked out like it should. Yeah. Well, timing is it's, again, something you should be considering now for next year, because while these things shift based on, you know, 
weather patterns. If I'm still in Chicago next year, generally speaking, you know, if I look at when I planted my tomatoes and now when I'm getting them, it's maybe a variance of like comparing last year to this year, a week, maybe two weeks. Cause I planted them around the same time last year. Um, and now the question becomes, I have just about as, as of the recording, just about two months before my frost date. And I'm looking and saying, it's always been a joy for me to take green plants or tomatoes off the plant. Cause then I'll have fresh tomatoes longer. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it's the timing of it. So now I look and I'm going to say it again. Cause I'm going to say it until it becomes true. Um, the idea of planting those tomatoes earlier, considering determinate varieties, right? The, um, and then being able to use that space. So I'm adjusting my plants I'm or planting times. I'm looking at some things that I planted later in June that just never got a fair shot. And I know if I'm going to give this veggie a try, I got to get it in the ground sooner, you know? Um, so and it's easier now, interestingly enough, because I can actually see some of the tags now you know, as I move some things out. Yeah. Um, uh, timing, a good example of the cabbage again. Like I got the timing and the space wrong with that. Um, and so this is probably going to be a cabbage list year, not because of all the cabbage I killed earlier this year. Well, there's that too. But <laughs> so I mean, I think yeah. these are the things that you're you're more conscious of and you're thinking, I'm thinking, I really do want cabbage, right? You know, and so I can make a conscious decision to say that's going to be a part of my next year's plan. And I have right. some notes when it comes to how to approach it differently next year. Um, uh, can I go one more? Or you want to comment on that? Please. One? So this is an absolute great time to, to assess work, what worked well, right? And things you want to do the same next year. Um so my collards, and I know you love the whole idea of covering them. I mean, kicking butt. It's a pain in the ass to cover them. It really, it helps me neglect the veggies, um, which is not the best thing. But anywho, that's something that I've consistently done well over these last few years. And I actually was looking at some older pictures where I didn't take the approach I'm taking now. And it cabbage or the collars weren't so successful. So I don't need to, I actually was looking, I keep on saying tool fabric and I'm not so sure if I'm ready to recommend it. I don't want to be on the hook for it if you get it and you tear it, but I think I'm going to continue to use it because it's been consistently working for me. You know, so this is one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know? Yeah. Now I can tell you that one thing that I have made my mind up 50% on Mm -hmm is I am going to install quick access in my beds to put up shade cloth for next summer. Mm. Not meaning that I will put it up, but I will have that option to put it in there. That's my plan for next summer. That's pretty significant. Yeah. it's um, Well, you know, and it's because of this podcast and the conversations we've had with people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I hear so much about plants under heat stress, yeah, heat stress, yeah. heat stress, heat stress. And then we had that stretch of like three weeks where it was over a hundred degrees every day. And I'm like, man, if I just put that shade cloth up mm-hmm. as much as I don't want to, if it works the way I think it might yeah. work, then it could significantly reduce the heat. I mean, you're talking about a 10 degree temperature change yeah. underneath in the middle of the day. That's a big deal. Yeah. 
So and um, shade cloth is a bit different than it. what I do with the covering. I mean, I'm basically locking yes. in, and that's it's such a pain. I know it's not natural with the cover for you. I mean, the shade cloth, I still get that. But it's such a pain because it's an ordeal to get inside of the bed. Like it's a whole exercise, right? And so I don't bother with it. If I see the white moth around, it's like, oh, I don't want to let them in yet. You know, so uh, that's when I describe it being a pain. That's what it is. It works really well for veggies that you don't need to get too often. Get You don't need to access often is the way I want to say that. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to do anything crazy, but, you know, I've just kind of. I've thought about uh-huh. it and thought about it. I thought about it last year, didn't do it. I thought about it at the beginning of this year, didn't do it. And then, you know, we really had that stretch. And I was like, man, it'd be stupid for me not to mm-hmm. just, you know. And plus, it took me a while to kind of figure out how I can make it easy, you know, less resistance. Mm-hmm. I need less friction in what I do. Mm-hmm. Because I guess as we've determined, I'm not as lazy of a gardener as I thought. <laughs> so... Um, but I try to make things easier. So it's like, Hey, if I want to do this then I can just slide it in and put it up real quick. So, well, no, that's the piece. We'll see how it goes. That's the piece I like the best because it's, you haven't fully committed to it yet and that's fine, but you're thinking about ways to put yourself in the best situation because obviously this time next year is too late to do it. Right. You know, to start that plan. Um, and it's from what you're describing, it's, it's going to be not so obstructive. You know, it's not going to be like some big, you know, you installing. It's a, not a permanent structure. Yeah. yeah. So. So, and that was what I did not want as a permanent structure mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want that at all. I'm not, I'm not interested in mm-hmm. it. It is, you know, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm good. You know, but you know, I'm starting to think too, because you know, winter time is my time to do a makeover to my garden. Mm-hmm. You know, what can I add? What can I change? What can I fix? So now is the time as like, I'm out there now. I'm like, what can I do mm-hmm. to make things different? Mm-hmm. What can I do to make things better? Yeah. You know, I changed my watering situation this year. It's been okay. You know, I'm changing it. I'm going soaker hose. Um, you know, I've done it in the past and I was really happy with it and I'm going to do it again. It was just a pain in the ass mm-hmm. to set it up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's causing me to change my garden design. Wait, wait, you've come back around. The that. soaker hoses don't suck. No soaker. I'm not using a soaker hose. I'm using those little shitty okay, spray okay, nozzles. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm misting my stuff every day, every other day. So, um, but I wanted to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Nothing has died mm-hmm. yet from it. Okay, okay. You know, well, a, so I know that. Yeah, but it's. I get a little worried. Mm-hmm. You know, when those hundred degree days were here, I put it up after all that. But during, or actually, I put it up at the end, like the last day of it. But if I had it the whole time, I don't know how successful it would have been. Mm-hmm. And I think there's two things. I think it's those wood chips I put in there as mulch. I don't think they worked as good as I wanted them mm-hmm. to. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, I'm pulling that shit out of my garden. Mm, I'm disappointed. But that's I wanted them solely, to work for you. Yeah. I wanted them to work too, but it's solely because of my gardening style. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, it's because I like to direct sow as much as I can into my garden. Yeah. That's why it doesn't work. If I didn't direct sow and I was just dropping in starter plants, shit, I'd have that stuff in there all day mm-hmm. long. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not really working out for me. And, you know, so, and it's that and then all this stuff. But if I do go to a soaker hose, you know how my beds are, I have one bed and then there's a two foot gap and there's another one. And then there's a two foot gap and there's two mm-hmm. more. Well, on each one, at minimum, I'm going to eliminate that two-foot gap in the middle. Yeah, that's for the water piece, right? 
Well, I'm adding another little bit of bed there. Oh, okay. I thought you were doing irrigation right there. No, I'm going to add uh, eight square feet of bed on each one in the middle just to connect them so when I do the soaker Mm -hmm. hose, they can just go around. Because that's why I did not use it is because I didn't want it to... You know, have to cut the soaker hose, make a connection, bury it, pull it back mm-hmm. up. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to do all yeah. that. So I was just like, what's the best way? Well, hell, I get another eight square feet on each bed, 16 square feet total. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the other piece that I might add that I haven't decided if it's a good idea or not. But it's just creating that less fiction. You know, it's like I can use this to run the hose. And I can grow more food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't have to buy anything other than some soil. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I already have, like, I'll be removing the wood so I can just cut the wood and add it. So it's it's really a no-brainer on my part. And I don't know why I didn't think of it before. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, I just kind of, it is what it yeah. is, you know. But now is the time that I thought about that because I'm out there. I'm like, what can I do different? And because I changed the watering system... And I have that damn hose going over the gap. I'm like, well, I can't even walk through it now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But now that I've gone away from overhead watering, I'm like, I'm not going to do it anymore. Now, I would never tell anybody not to overhead water Mm -hmm. because I don't think, you know, I think if you do it right, it's not going to cause as many issues. But so I have um, some winters. I have a present for you. (sighs) Are you going to? Am I going to receive it now or is that the teaser? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, re- you're going to receive it now. You ready? Yes. Okay. We're going to do the recipe of the day. Okay. <laughs> this episode is proudly brought to you by San Diego Seed Company, a company that is dedicated to providing organic heirloom varieties of seeds for your small urban farm. That's right. You heard me. You are a small urban farmer. You provide food for your family and share with your neighbors, and they are dedicated to providing you with the best seeds for a bountiful harvest. Check them out at sandiegoseedcompany.com or on social media at, you guessed it, San Diego Seed Company. All right, Batavia, I have a recipe that I'm going to give out. Mm-hmm. And I need you to do me a favor while I give it out. Okay. I need you to take both of your hands, put them up, mm-hmm. and set them on your shoulders while I give out this recipe. I'm a little teapot? Because I'm giving... Yeah, you're a little teapot. <laughs> short and stout. So um, today's recipe of the day is a knockoff Clausen pickle recipe that I'm giving out. <laughs> You can't write it down, though. You're going to have to come back and listen to it like everybody else. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> yes! 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 I'm going to grow twice as many cucumbers next year. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm not going to write it down. I'm going to memorize it. Go ahead. Yeah. Go. All right. So, and just just to let you know, I have literally held this back from Batavia until this exact moment. So, and I, you know, I was of- very close to saying throw the whole damn cucumber. So, yep. Okay. All right. We're here. I'm not going to begrudge this moment. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> no, don't begrudge it. This is this is specifically because I love all of you. I held it back from 
Batavia. That makes no sense whatsoever, but, but here we are. Yes, it does. <laughs> I did it for the people, for the people. You think the All people right, didn't so, want me to have this recipe? No, they want to be at first. <laughs> okay, maybe so, maybe so. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So, for a knockoff Clawson pickle recipe, you are going to need, first of all, a, a whole lot of cucumbers. Mm -hmm. This recipe says you need 35 to 40 cucumbers, one gallon of cold water, one cup of cider vinegar, mm -hmm. two tablespoons of pickling spice, two-thirds cup of canning salt, four cloves of garlic, and four tablespoons of dill seed, preferably dill heads from your garden. That's it. And you don't bath them. You do the counter method on doing that, on doing the pickles. Wait, what's, if you don't have... What's the counter you method? You don't know how to do that? No, what's the counter method? So the counter method is, is you put them all together. Um, well, hold on. Wait. L let's Let's come back to that. Okay. So you're going to take everything and you're going to, you got to warm up everything but the cold water because you got to get it all to dissolve mm -hmm. and mix it and all that. And then you add it to your cucumbers. You cut them any way you want. You can slice them. You can dice them. You can spear them. You can do them whole, whatever. But what we do is we put them on our counter and every couple of days you leave them covered. And every couple of days you come up and you have to scrape the film off the top of oh, it. Oh, I've heard of this. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the trick. Yeah. You have them in and water though, have, right? They're they're soaking in you water. You have them in the brine. Yeah, okay. In the brine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That is not the exact method and to be exact, you need to go online and read about doing the counter method. Sure. Um but don't water bath these. Don't water bath these. Don't water bath these cuz it'll make them yeah. soft and you'll lose that Crunch, crisp. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you need to have your pickles need to be un, um, they don't need to be over ripened. It's very important that they're not over ripened because that's the thing about the, those pickles is they have that specific crunch. Uh huh. Uh huh. And they literally taste like Clawson pickles. So you take your, your cucumbers. If you do this, you should have, I think, eight quarts of pickles, okay. which would make $40 worth of pickles off of 40 cucumbers. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's tight. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, that's it. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna put this on Instagram today, and if you're hearing it late, that's simply because you're not following us on Instagram, and that's your problem. So and you don't deserve these Instagram. pickles. You know the, you don't deserve it yeah. on time. You know the work so, I put um, in to get to this recipe. <laughs> Batavia almost did a change.org on it. <laughs> people want it now they want it actually so i'm gonna be disappointed in the people i've expected the people to write in to you know write their congressman write the president i've expected more from the audience because we should have had this recipe a month ago why because i yeah, wanted it a have. month ago <laughs> well and what i was doing is i was waiting until i was gonna make pickles mm -hmm. and when i realized like i'm not gonna make pickles this year yeah then i was like i need to give out the recipe so yeah no but um, no it's gonna be i appreciate it because i told you last year i made like a really shitty batch of pickles and i had yeah. <laughs> i had some family here and i was like you guys want to try the, the pickles I, I made and <laughs> 
my um it's my sister slash cousin-in-law she's like but didn't you say they were bad i'm like yeah they are kind of bad but you know <laughs> i still got them you yeah know, so i begrudgingly so finished um, them i'm sure you don't but have you you ever watched the andy griffith show yeah of course i'm sorry i'm sorry yes the pickle the, the pickle recipe pickle, i don't remember um, that episode. one my mom was um an avid watcher I and mean, i don't oh, think she watches she? it anymore but I'll have to ask she her. She would know yeah. the pickle one. Okay. Yeah. Go on Netflix uh-huh. and look up. Um, it's Aunt B's Pickles. Okay. Okay. It's hilarious. <laughs> and I'll check it out. Now I will think about you whenever I watch it. Absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm game. So, All right. I'm excited about it. But yeah, it's simple. You know, it's a simple recipe, but it's... Um, I was with you. We kept making pickles. I was like, man, these taste like crap. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I literally only like Clawson pickles. That's mm-hmm. all I like. So I said, if we're going to make them... We got to find them, yeah. and I searched high and low, and we came across it. So, yeah. um, you know, now I now when I make pickled okra, I like bread and butter pickled okra. You know what? I actually um, got the whatever the spice is for the bread and butter. I'm like the hell with him and his fancy pickle recipe. I'm gonna because I already made a batch. I think it was just dill. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. My for those that <laughs> aren't gonna be able to watch this, I am twisting my head back and forth and. You know, shimmying my shoulders. Um, and so I made the regular dill pickles. And the smell is exactly how dill pickles smell. And I had, yeah. I waited a couple of weeks because I couldn't wait any longer. And they were okay. They weren't like, you know, I'm not going to give them away for Christmas presents or anything like that. They were okay. They'll they'll do, if you will. But I didn't want to make another batch of that same one, right? You know, so I was going to... Well, ch- look, if you have 20 pickles... You just cut it in half, yeah. Half the recipe. Yeah. If you have a quarter of it, you just do do the math. Yeah. So well, what I'm gonna do, I'm hoping that um, because again, size is pretty important, and my cucumbers are getting a, have gotten away from me, right? You know, based on our the original <laughs> conversation. So I'm showing everybody on YouTube. Yeah, and we appreciate it. We can't see that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we can. I can't see it through uh, through IG, but um, I'm gonna cut off all of my cucumbers. F it. And I'm going to hope to get a bumper crop of them because I really want to make this recipe. But mine are all over the place when it comes to like, you know, I have cucumbers I'm cutting and the seeds inside are as big as my hand. Total exaggeration, but you guys give up. Right. Um, so I'm hoping to get a, a batch if of them. If you cut them, they'll come back like that. Yeah, that's my plan. Like I'm hoping to get another batch of good because they the plants are generally still healthy. There's a little bit of, you know, some damage going on, but generally they're still healthy. So I'm hopeful. Yeah. If you cut them back, they'll they'll come back. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you still got what another month, solid month of good weather, yeah, right? But yeah, I'm excited. That was a gift. Sometimes I just don't put two and two together. It, it never occurred to me that that was the gift. Okay, all right. I know, I know. <laughs> I was and when, when I was like, I'm looking for this recipe. I'm looking for this recipe. I figured you would know what it nope. was, but then I was like, she ain't gonna know. Nope. So that is my gift to you, Batavia. Thank you. Is this? You're more than welcome. It's not my half birthday. All right, it's past my half birthday. But I'll accept it as a late half birthday present. You can take, or an early Christmas. No, nope, nope, nope. You're not good enough to look for that. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, by the way, since we're talking about that, my my Christmas presents for everybody is totally screwed. So, uh, I had, uh. I'm 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 reconstructing a lot of things mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm. so I'm taking all of the mulch out of my beds and moving them into my flower beds. Oh yeah, yeah, because <laughs> they it need it, right? Bitch. Yeah. Um, do they need it? 
it's been horrible like i guess the birds flung bird seed all in there and i just had like all these weird ass plants growing started choking everything out that's weird and then like i have you know i have creeping jenny in my flower beds that you literally can't kill it gets invasive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's all dead all of it's dead so which i'm actually not upset about Mm mm-hmm I'm cool with it being dead because now I have room to stuff other stuff mm-hmm, in there next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was my so. feeling about the lilies, the day lilies that I dug up. I'm just hoping that I got all of the uh, what do you call them? Um, what's the uh, the thing that when you plant bulbs? I'm hoping I got them all. I don't have to deal with them next year, but we'll see. It's almost impossible for you to get. Um, I don't remember the kind. Like I think it was a tiger. The tiger, the orange ones. Oh, you're yeah. getting rid of them? Yeah, man. They um, one they were stolen. I dug them out from the open lot behind my house some years back, um, and I felt guilty about it all of these years. Uh, so I've gotten rid of the evidence. Um, two, they have, you know, they eventually run their course, right? So they had stopped producing flowers um, throughout the year. Like at the very beginning of the year, it's nice because of the season, rather like spring. It's nice because they were one of the first things to sprout, but then it was just like no flowers and all leaves. And it's just a waste of space for me, you know? So that's, the, that's yeah. the bed where I was able to get like a two by four foot bed in. So I need, I, I need um, somebody to donate me 500 bucks. Mm. I have this brilliant idea that I'm going to do for my yard. Brilliant. It's not going to happen this year. Yeah. Mm. It's brilliant. Okay. All right. It's about, it's um, I was online looking at bulbs. And they apparently sell like bulb packages Mm -hmm. that are like basically a garden design tells you where to plant Mm -hmm. them and everything. I'm like, that's it. Yes, please. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, please. That's what I need. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's like it's some places that like don't really matter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like I won't be like tending them as much. So it'd be really nice to kind of have like almost like a pre-made like yes Mm -hmm. do it you know what i mean paint by numbers um, yeah (laughs) yeah exactly that's exactly and it it bloom all at certain times and everything i'm like damn that's what i need Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like some stuff i would like to get creative with but some stuff i just like i just want something in the ground and a bulb is pretty damn useful you know you put it in the ground it grows Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it stops growing yeah and you're done yeah i am i still have a secret confession i still have bulbs from last year that i got like i don't know 70 percent off or something and i just didn't get them in the ground and i know generally it's not recommended to save them the following year if they never got a chance to go through the whole process and i'm gonna be honest i may have to count it as a loss because i'm just that's just not me and my style when you're talking about earlier your style of gardening like if i had more space then fine but i don't want to like find space in my yard to plant a couple of bulbs that are only going to bloom for you know a couple of months if that so i'm not sure um that's why i went with why i want to do this is because they're set up to where they bloom throughout the season mm -hmm, like different sections mm -hmm. will be blooming yeah because i'm with you man like bulbs like first of all i hate tulips well I i don't like tulips i think they're beautiful for like the first seven, eight, nine, ten days. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, cool. Look at tulips. Or like, like God forbid you get the flu or something and you miss the whole damn thing. 
You know what I mean? It's like, screw this. Look, you're <laughs> like, finally damn, over I was the, up in the bed look, You're sick. finally over the cold night sweats and all, and you look out the window, yeah. and it's like... You know how like it makes you real weak, and then you get up, and you're like, all right, I'm going to walk to the end of the driveway. And then you get out there, and you're like, damn, I had tulips last week. <laughs> Wait till next yeah, year. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, but this, you know, these things, like... I've, I mean, I've, I've looked a lot into bulbs mm-hmm. and, um, I just, I'm not into the spring bulb only, mm-hmm. you know, like my wife really likes crocuses yeah, yeah. and, um, so I, I respect that, you know, and here we'll get crocuses bloom in like January. So it's like, I respect that she likes crocuses. Yeah. So I want to get her some crocuses mm-hmm. cause God bless her soul. She went out and bought quote unquote crocuses <laughs> And she had been calling them crocuses, and they were a hyacinths <laughs> for like three years. I'm like, baby, these are not crocuses. I'm like, I know what they are because they used to pop up through the snow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know. And it's like, no, yeah. but so I want to get some of those, and you know, but it's like, damn, they bloom in January, they're gone by February, maybe March, yeah. and then, you know, so it's all right. We'll work through it. I don't know, yeah. bulbs. They aggravate me. They're expensive. Yeah. Well, you know what? They they are expensive, but I can I always see them on sale again. If I had um, towards the end of the year, but it's that timing. Like they're on sale because you basically gotta like get in your car, dig a hole, and plant them in your car. Yeah. Like from your car. Like you know, bring your shovel with you um, because it's yeah. right at the, the the cusp of it. I've seen some things online about people planting bulbs in january but then you get into that whole it's this specific variety and your temperature needs to be this that and the other and it's like you know it's too much i'm not i'm not interested in investing that um the next um the next time that i purchase a house and it has uh it's a ranch remember the whole dream one floor it's gonna have a space where i can just i got one for you right down the street all right we can stop this this business and just just do it on over yeah (laughs) Three houses down. We could have a massive garden. Oh, listen, I got you. I'm cause. telling you. I'll I'll tend the garden I got you. Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, and then you can tend it the rest <laughs> of the week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's um we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. No guarantees yeah. for bulbs this year. No, it's yeah. They just put them out here. And I'm like, why are you putting them out now? Mm-hmm. It's still ninety degrees, like but, you know, people get out there and I planted bulbs in the spring and they just, you know, and I knew better, but they said you could, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I know you can't plant them yeah. then. I know. I think we were can't. on the phone when you were planting them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was like, I just bought like 300 mm-hmm. bulbs and I got like four flowers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, it's kind of ridiculous, but you know, there's going to be a lot of additions of flowers next year. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see what happens. One more note on the what to do, um, you know, planning for next year on the flower note. Oh, I forgot we were talking about that. I mean, it's all good. (laughs) On the flower note, that's a a great example of uh, I sowed flowers back here early in the spring, planted them in May and June. Then I went and because I just I was missing some color and some specific flowers, bought some um, flowers from the stores and some of either kinds they've petered out and it's like we're at the end of august like you said i have another month of really good weather but then i have another two months before i could expect anything to be frozen right you know um so 
I did start some more flowers in the middle of July, but now I know that I actually need to be more, since again, I'm not afraid of going back to the, the grow room. I need to be more conscious of that whole succession sowing indoors to bring flowers out. Cause I have like three or four pots that one of two things are going to happen. Either I'm going to toss the pot or I'm going to replant some more flowers. So, yeah, but I'm limited now because I only have so many, which again, you know how much I enjoy them. Um, so I'm going to, I haven't really planned out the timing of it next year, but that's going to be much easier to plan out than the garden timing we were talking about. And that's needed too. So if I can get snapdragons to grow next year, then I will be a total flower success. Uh, yeah. They're in my top. That's my goal. They're my top list. That's my goal. And here they're, they can be perennial here. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal. I had a volunteer we'll snapdragon in the, um, in a crack in my sidewalk on my patio or a crack in my patio in my backyard. So that's not a bad volunteer. No, not at all. Oh, and by the way, I'll never plant um, zinnias in my garden again. <laughs> I want to plant all the zinnias. Yeah, they're not in not in my oh, garden. Gotcha. I will plant them, but not in my mm. garden. Too big, too much. I did two of the um, in the front yard, the long beds that are in the middle. I put some I direct sowed some seeds like right in the corners of the bed on the inside. And they they worked out perfectly. Um, but I definitely get your point when it comes. They're in the raised beds, too. So they haven't gotten that that tall. But I mean, I've seen mm-hmm. the ones you're talking about in your yard, the one in particular. So, yeah, I got them in the corners of the mm-hmm. beds and they're just mm-hmm. giant. Yeah. So, you know, you live and yeah. learn. That's it. I get flowers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm happy. Mm-hmm. What was that? It's a win for me. One seed. Look at what one seed will do. It's amazing, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. One seed, you know, yeah. We'll do a whole episode about wins and failures to yeah. come winter time. Yeah. Do you have anything to tell the good people? When is this going to air? I don't know. September. Don't make any promises you can't keep. I have one more zucchini plant that's produced at least two zucchini at the squash vine boar well no not really because he's completely won this year but i'm coming away with at least two late season zucchinis i mean actually like two zucchini that's it that's all i need so when don't give up don't give up never (laughs) never give up never give up that's what i got all right, fellow ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first on the Backyard Gardens podcast. Get out there, plan your gardens. Get out there right now. Take notes on what sucks, what's a win, what's a loss. Keep it real. Keep it safe. Wear your mask. Wear it alone in your car so I can laugh. And until next time, everybody, stay cool. Love you guys. See ya. Thank you for listening to us today. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Backyard Gardens Pod. 
and we share gardening tips and clips from the show. And we would love to see your gardens and share them with everybody. So if you want to join us and you want to share your gardens, feel free to use the hashtag BYG podcast. And if you want to see us on video, you can find us on YouTube at Backyard Gardens, where we have the full show and clips and all the recipes broken down for you. And until next time, learn to grow and grow for change. And we're going to call it a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.